I don't care if you were waiting on that last air Nice. If you up, smash that like button. Welcome to Black and the Black Times Infinity. I'm your host, Cthulhu's Party. You're coming to you live and direct from the Vista. Smoke me out, fam, with all the dang shit on my left. Bonus. Just, just watch Shogun. Just, you gotta do it. I'm saying, high recommendation. What is it? What is it? Where do I find Shogun again? It's on Hulu, but it's, so it's on FX. And I was, okay. I was very confused when I was watching it because I thought FX was like, kind of like a not PG, but I didn't think they showed like. Dank shit, but they, I mean, there's, there's titties, there's people horribly dying. So mm-hmm. yeah, <laughs> I was, I was quite surprised, uh, watching the show. So like the people were saying like, it's probably the next game of Thrones. It's warranted at this point, to be honest. Ooh. Um, I, I like that. I guess we're we just going to go right into it. Or we're going to do the normal. Yeah. Yeah. No, <laughs> sorry. you already started. Let's go. I did already started. So, uh, we're not doing the normal intro. Sorry. Um, we'll talk about it later. Um, uh, first in the chat, kill, kill frost. So what's going on fam? Um, so yeah, it, uh, I like that they, they went to a, a place where I didn't think that many people would be like accustomed to is like subtitles. So like mm-hmm. when they're in Japan and they're speaking fucking Japanese and they're, they're subtitles, there's like no getting around it. <laughs> so it's like right away, like we're not shying away from this is Japan and they speak Japanese in Japan and fuck those barbarian white people. So yeah, I was, uh. I'm used to like reading subtitles anyway, so I was fine. Yeah. But yeah, there, maybe there is probably a dub version of it, but I hope there isn't. What what like century is it? I want to say the 1600s. Okay. Um, like the late 1600s. I want to say I, I can probably look it up, and I'm pretty sure it's the late 1600s. Okay. Um, because yeah, I felt like it was like um, it was Portugal was still people were still uh finding the new world. You know, and okay. so like they already have like the when they set it up, like basically there is some so like Christianity is already in Japan. So you already know wow. they're they're already underneath like some of the the white folks influence, the European influence. And mm. um so there is some trade, but it's very little trade with Europe. And so that that kind of sets it up and they already know about, you know, they already don't like white people in general, but there are like um some what do you call those people? Like the priests that do uh Missionaries, there's missionaries yeah, the in missionaries. Japan, okay. yeah, and there's some Japanese Christians that are already there. So, hmm. and you know what's funny? This is this is what's even funnier about this. So, like, there's like people in the show that are from Europe that they say they're like they're Portuguese, but they're speaking English, which is funny because <laughs> like <laughs> the Japanese people they speak you know Japanese, and like, no, there's another guy who's uh, who's who's a Spaniard and he speaks um, in Spanish. So. Well, I mean, if you look at throughout the history of Hollywood, how many people have uh, actors pretended to be Chinese, but they've been Korean or Japanese yeah. or Vietnamese I, a long, long time. I, uh, you know. I feel like in this one, they, they kept it like real, um, real to the point. Like they didn't really yeah. cut corners or anything. Hold on, let me speak about the beer. I'm going to drink real quick. It's called Colombiana. It's a 12% uh, Imperial uh, Stout with coconut and cherries so i'm surprised i thought this oh it's two i was like why is this the biggest thing it's like literally two fucking tiny bears oh, okay yeah not tiny go. but it's like regular size. size yeah but i mean it's 12 percent. so yeah um so yeah the show is definitely has like in the first episode it has one of the most terrible deaths for any person to have ever gone through and i'm sure it's happened throughout history but it's like it's really fucking bad it's like basically it takes a guy a really fucking long time to die 
So, okay. and there's like this whole like village, like listening to this dude screaming for his life, begging for his life, and he's just slowly dying. God damn. Uh, uh, it, now, I don't know how Hulu does. I don't watch a whole lot of Hulu originals. Is it? So like, it's, it's FX. Pre- okay. Oh, sorry. So so it's just it's FX. Um, yeah. But is it is it like episodic? Like uh, they've only had a few episodes out, or did they release the whole thing? I don't know. I just I watched the first the, just the first one so far. Okay. And yeah, I was like, I was highly entertained. I'll put it that way. I'm, I'm gonna check that you, shit out. You, you got a guy, cu- you got a guy cucking himself. I'm just saying. <laughs> okay. I'm a, I'm I'm gonna fuck with it. I've heard nothing but great things. It has great reviews on Rotten Tomatoes and all of that. So I'll, I'll fuck with it. You know. Good, I trust good. the uh, trust the reviews. Uh, for those asking, maybe in the chat or, or whatever, uh, old ninja may join. He may not. Uh, Blue is in the wind. Stitch is out saving cities, but we're here for you, goddammit. We are here. Sorry, we're a little bit late. We're trying to wait. We're waiting for old ninja, but he's in the wind, so <laughs> I don't know where he's at. And Blue is uh, Blue's kid is sick, so yeah, yeah. We'll work it out. Um, so god damn it, there's so much fucking shit going on. Sorry I was not able to join last fucking week, but um I will say this, just to start it all fucking off. I have not played Helldivers yet. Uh Killer Frost, if you're in the goddamn chat, I'm getting it this weekend. Everybody and their mamas has been like, yo, you like PvE. Why the fuck aren't you playing Helldivers? What's wrong <laughs> with you? You know? How how could you? And then it's only like forty bucks. Like, what are yeah. you doing? You know what I mean? So. Well, I I talked about the, I talked about it um like. Two. Like two years ago when it first got announced, right? Mm-hmm. So it was like, it was a while ago. Like when I first, I was like, this looks interesting, and then I kind of it kind of fell off for a little while, and then it came out, and I'm like I'm living in a new place where, like my Wi-Fi right where I am isn't great, and I have a gig internet, but it's only gig down. It's like a hundred meg up. So like my online experience is kind of shitty. So I'm not, I'm not playing. I'm not playing any games online right now. But I just ordered a new internet. I actually got them to like literally fucking move the, get the fiber lines over here for a company Good. called Wired. I, I called them up. I was like, hey, like I don't like Hawks. Like let's get your shit out here because it's like you can go up to like five gigs both ways. So Good. I'm gonna, I'm gonna do two, two gigs both ways, and then once I do that, I'll, I'll run a hard line up here, and then I'll, uh, <clears> I'll, I'll buy the game and start playing it. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. Um, <laughs> Looks like my daughter wants to join. You want her to join? Sure. Why the hell not? <laughs> All right. Let's go. <laughs> That's what the ding was. So if anybody else heard it, give me a second. Let me uh, pull her in here. So yeah, I mean, what did you did you watch any like the previews or anything like that? I didn't watch preview. I, I saw some trailers for it. It looked interesting. Um, fuck. Maybe I played even the first one. Wasn't that a PS3 game? Helldivers one. I Am thought I it tripping? was. I thought it was on the the PSP or PS Vita. Maybe, I maybe. thought it was. Let me uh, let me look it up. Um, Back check my ass because I, I yeah. can't remember. But um, it's it's broken all these fucking uh, records on Steam and all this other shit. Like in terms of concurrent uh, players, more than GTA Five and like monster numbers, more than Fortnite and Modern Warfare. I'm like, holy yeah. shit! I can't ignore it. It wasn't the Vita, so it was on the PS4, okay. PS3, PS Vita, and uh, Windows. So it came out in, a, in 2015, the, the first one. Yeah. So and it's basically I mean, it, it's like uh it's like Starship Troopers. So yeah, exactly. Hey, what's going on? Hey there. Now what? I'm sorry. What, what do I call you here? I mean, her name is on there. She, she didn't edit it out. It's all good. Okay. 
Everybody knows your government name now. Oh, yeah. You guys stopped using Zoom, so it doesn't auto. We never use Zoom. Mm. There we, was at one point where my name didn't come up. So. It was a, well, I was using the, the Streamlabs thing. So, yeah, I, I, we, the audio on there is always, like, sketchy. So. Is that a raccoon? <laughs> yes. Huh? She has a pet raccoon. I thought that was a raccoon. Yeah. Like, Wait a minute. Close enough, he acts like it. <laughs> I, if he had opposable thumbs, I, I wouldn't have him at this point, even though I'm, like, oddly terrified of raccoons. No, I accidentally napped super, super fucking hard, and there's no shot in hell I'm going to sleep anytime soon. All right. At, sure. I'm crocheting right now, and cats and yarn. There you go. All right. Um, everybody should be deathly afraid of raccoons, and things have rabies. Even if they don't have rabies, they have rabies. <laughs> so, funny enough, people think that possums, possums have don't. the same yeah. fucking mentality with possums. I was going to say same But thing. possums can't get rabies. They can't, but they yet. no, they can't. But they look like wow. they look like demon like rats. They they're never gonna get a even though they eat ticks and they do all this really good things. It doesn't matter if you look like you're a fucking devil spawn. So they're also it's, marsupials. Yeah. Yes, but it's Which the it's the weird. tail with those goddamn things. Yeah, and they hiss. It, you know, the hissing, the tail, that tail. It, it's just a giant rat. I don't care what anybody oh, yeah. says. Like I. In theory, I love possums. Pretty Privilege did not have anything to do with them. Because, like, they are, like, super responsible for Lyme disease not being nearly as big as it is. Because they eat thousands of ticks a day. Mm-hmm. I got a lot of, like, like, a lot of animal facts up in this noggin. Like, a lot. Oh, that's good. <laughs> yeah. That's good shit. I just know to give me the heebie-jeebies. So that's, that's what I know. Oh, yeah. Um, big dunkers aren't my shit. For a reason. <laughs> uh, so we we were initially talking about the the Starship Trooper level uh, phenomenon that is Helldivers Two taking over the world. I don't even know if you're a, a PC gamer, a, a Xbox, but I don't know. It, do you play games at all anymore, Lily? So mostly no. Okay. I, I, I never play multiplayer games. I can't. But like the extent of my gaming is uh, Minecraft, uh, Cult of say. Lamb. It's a great game, by the way. I love Cult of Lamb. <laughs> yeah. I love it so much. I got it on my Steam Deck. Uh, and uh, do you guys remember Fran Bow? Fran Bow. I don't know that. That sounds familiar. Oh my god! This, it's a. It's like a small. I, I guess it would be an indie game, but it's fucking weird it's not short for fran butler right no okay our fran drescher is like an annoying voice (laughs) (laughs) that was that was more peter griffin than fran drescher sorry (laughs) peter (laughs) (laughs) no uh fran bow oh i know yeah i've seen you yeah this is a creepy game yeah it's about a little girl who like her parents were kind of like demon hunters and they basically come back, the demons come back and end up killing her parents. Oof. And nobody believes this little girl, so she gets sent to a psychiatric ward. And so they give her a bunch of medication to basically, you know, get rid of the the hallucinations, which are actually there. And this medication actually transports her in between two different realms. Mm-hmm. So she's on this, like, super long journey just to find her fucking cat. She's in like the. She turns into a tree person at one point. Cat people. The fuck. She's like six, and it's is the this only top down. Is it first person. What is it? 
Um, point and click, I think. This is it's, it's sort it's sort of like Mist. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mist. Okay, I got you. Lily doesn't, but you do. This <laughs> was way before John. Okay. Uh, you know this this game came out actually on my birthday in 2015. Oh wow. nice. Yeah. Nice. Oh, yeah, I I loved Frambo so much that it was such a hard game to like play and not look up the answers to everything. Because <laughs> like you had to do stuff in certain orders and like kind of just randomly click everywhere to find where things were. Yeah, like missed. <laughs> it was annoying as hell, but like the story was so good in the game. That's cool. That's cool. Um, well, I w- I will say this. I I got to rewind just a little bit because I didn't get a chance to mention it last week. So bear with me. Um, I was not a big fan of Rogue's Light games oh, at all. Here we go. Yeah. <laughs> like I tried with Returnal. I tried with Hades. Uh, there was a couple others that like everybody raved about. Oh my God, they're so great. They're so great. And I, I kept dipping my toe in and, and it just felt like scraping my genitals on uh, a cheese grater. What I will say uh, is Valhalla is the clear exception. God of War Ragnarok Valhalla. God damn, do I fucking love that one. Um, I might even, this sounds like blasphemy, I may even like it more than the base 2018 or Ragnarok game. Just on its own. It just, it got its hooks into me. You just want to keep playing. And I know, Kronos, you were playing it for, for like the first yeah. one of you. You kept saying it was great. And I was like, okay, yeah, I'm going to try it. I'm going to try it. I finally did. I couldn't put it down. I still I still want to do another run on there. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's, it's a great game, and it, it really advances the story. It's like what people are. It, there was probably like very few complaints about like the latest God of War, you know, games. But like one of the few ones was that there was like they didn't really do a really good job of like bridging the old Kratos to the new. I'm sorry, the young Kratos to the older Kratos. Mm-hmm. And this one just they just like all right, we'll do all that shit. You want old enemies? We got you. You want to have like. You want to bring Helios back even though you decapitated him and he's going to like troll you the whole time? We got you. You know, you want to bring back, like they brought back so many other cool things and like they really went into like his, it really is Kratos goes to therapy, right? Yes. Because, yeah, because yeah, he's like, he has to really atone for the things that he's done and they're like really horrific things and they go through like all of that and I thought it was it was so expertly done for a rogues-like game. I don't know if that can be really duplicated in a, in another game, you know? Well, what, what I loved the most was it just felt like they gave you so many perks for just playing it that would be permanent perks for your next run. Yeah. And and I, maybe that's part of other roguesides they games are. When, you, yeah. when you get to a later stage, but it felt like this one did it right off the bat, which I loved. And the other ones, they never got its hooks into me because they didn't give me that like dangling carrot at jump. The, the, so the other ones do, especially um, what was the one that I was playing? Hades does that. They, they, see, I, maybe I, every time I tried, I couldn't get past like the first two or three areas. Not even I didn't get into a boss or nothing. <laughs> oh, it's I mean it's the same thing in this one. Like so I played, you know, I left it on hard mode and I was getting my molly whopped until, you know, <laughs> I got enough 
resources to really uh and then remembering how to, remembering how to play the game you know that took a little yeah. bit too because it's like I, I play a lot of other games since then and like remembering like all the combos like because they you still keep the same base like abilities but you're just like mm-hmm. super scaled down to like the base yep. kratos so but you still get you get drop near you know you have your blades of chaos and of course the axe leviathan but and all the and all the other things that you unlocked but you know if you can remember that two years later good on you but i couldn't mm-hmm. speaking of blades of chaos have i shown you guys my orc swords that i got specifically because they look like the blades of chaos no you sure. have not show them on the cast what you got? Keep They're yeah. in the other room. Yeah, go okay. ahead. Yeah, yeah, let's see this. And you know what's crazy? So, like, I, I like Dropnir in, like, the normal game, but in this one, in the DLC, I use that shit religiously because um, I always found that, I don't know, it just it, it seemed like it clicked in this game. That I, and I was trying to get, like, the um, the one where a kill gives you life, gives you life back. And so I, I found that it was easier for me to get with Dropnir than the other um, two weapons. Like, what, what was what it? I'm- Go ahead. My, my go-to, uh, I flipped it around. Obviously, it depends on my en- the enemy that I'm facing. Yeah. But uh, whenever there was, like, range anything, I would immediately go, yeah, spear, uh, throwing that spear and then doing that whole grenade, kind of slamming it to the ground and blowing yeah. it up. That was, like, my favorite thing uh, for a long time. But close up, I like freezing people, oh. you know, with that axe. Yeah. That, that's another thing, too, is, like, the uh, the different abilities. So, yeah, like, the... In the beginning, it was it was definitely drop near, but then after a while, I got used to using like the blades of chaos in ways I usually didn't, because I kept getting this mm-hmm. perk where like where you swing it around and would do shit, and I yeah. never used that in a normal game. And like exactly. once I got used to it, I was like, oh, this is like super useful. It does hell of damage. So mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. and and like freezing your axe too, like it you know it does like a lot of perks there too. So yeah, it definitely it definitely makes you play the game differently than you normally would because of the perks. Yeah, yeah, the runic attacks and all that. All right, let's see it, Lily. I have two of them and two sheaths, but I only felt like grabbing oh, one. Shit. Ooh, very nice. Yeah, so she's like, yeah, it is and very... Like, obviously, in... Um... Oh. There you go. Oh, there's a video. Like, really bad. There lead. we go. Right, right now. Sorry, your video dropped because of my shitty internet. <laughs> Sorry. Right. There uh, we go. Old Ninja's here. There you go. Nice. Very cool. There we go. Yeah. And it doesn't help when you have... a pretty much purely black background but so so I, how, how many villages have you pillaged by now <laughs> that's my question so funny enough uh the other day i think it was like maybe a week ago i laying in bed i thought someone walked into my house and i was being burgled i don't keep any guns in my house but i have melee weapons i'm ready for bed and instantly terrified First thing I grab is my fucking orc sword, because what else do I have? And so I'm walking like towards the front of my house in my bonnet in like pajamas, wielding this fucking orc sword, ready, ready to, you know, not be burgled anymore, pretty much, just to find out that my cat was trying to fight another cat on the outside of the door. On the other <laughs> side of the door. Probably one of them damn raccoons. Rage. No, it's a, uh, it's another cat. It's uh, I think she just had a litter of kittens somewhere because uh, she no longer was pregnant. But she loves sitting on my front porch, which whatever. But boy, yeah, scared the shit out of me. Is your cat boy cat or girl cat? Uh, boy, but neutered 
since before I got him, and I got him at like I think four weeks old. Ah, uh, okay. You did the so, responsible Bob Barker thing. Yeah. Old Ninja. Uh, he's a. He was a barn cat. Yeah. Mm. Can you hear us, Old Ninja too? Yeah, I can hear you. Uh, I was just uh, I was sitting. It wouldn't let me join for like a good cool minute. I was sitting there for like a few minutes. I'm like, fuck. I mean, that's, that's a minute, but you know, this but is like you know, you. we're 28 minutes into the podcast, but you know. <laughs> I know, and I probably sat for like. A good I'm just kidding. We're not yeah, I was. Uh, I was at a previous engagement, which ran late, so I apologize for my tardiness. Hookers and blow. Uh, Sometimes they, you know, mm-hmm. go over. Uh, n- no, no comment. Uh, you better not have <laughs> been at one of them Diddy parties. Uh, yeah. I'm grown, and I can do what I want. Yes. And yeah. Booty is mine. Yeah. It belongs to me. <laughs> no. he, he, he can no longer make the fart noise. It's just... It's, <laughs> uh, that's terrible. <laughs> Night whistles. Yeah. <laughs> oh, mm. I, look, all, 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 all I know is this. Um, the, <laughs> industry rule number 4080. Record company people are shady. That's old. Uh, Lily, I know that's way, way before your time and shit. But goddamn. Uh, Diddy's been in the mu- music industry for like 35 fucking years. Nobody defends him. Because this is some heinous shit. I mean, and because yeah. he, I mean, he probably killed, you know, Notorious B.I.G. So, <laughs> yeah. I mean, let's just be yeah. honest. Eminem hinted, hinted it. Yeah. Eminem hinted that he might have had something to do with it. But. I can't even keep up with the amount of just allegations and smut coming out. <laughs> like, it's dropping every day. Like every hour on the hour, it's coming out. Yeah. Nah, this it's it's been out there. Just people are now revisiting accusations because, like, before any of this shit even happened, like I knew people that were talking about this a while ago, and they couldn't prove anything. But they were like, "No, he did that. No, this is what really happened." I'm like, "Were you even there?" Like, no, but uh, like it is what it is. I mean, there's allegations. It says uh, I know he paid off Cassie. I don't yeah. know about the uh, and uh, the record yeah. producer. I have no idea what happened with him. So I, I think I mean that that obviously leads to you know if there's allegations and like you had to pay somebody off to like not take it to trial. Then I mean in my mind it's true. So like I wouldn't if, so, if somebody said I did something like that and I definitely didn't. Then yeah, and especially if I got that much money, like we're going to court for a while. <laughs> you know what I mean? But the fact that he was so quick to pay her off. Like that, those are serious skeletons in his closet, and it's there's always been rumors about this, these sorts of things. With uh, excuse me, sorry, that was on the podcast. That was that was in somebody's that was in somebody's Arius. A whole bunch of people. I just burped it. Sorry about that. Um, so yeah, uh, it sucks. Like a lot of folks that are in that industry are just, uh, and this is the weird thing. Like, it's like it's 2024. Like it's okay to be gay. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I think society has moved on for a, a long time. I mean, obviously, it's not like no, super mainstream. Moves on. I, I know, I know. Mag- but I mean, I, I think that, like, listen, if we could have, if Little Nas X can, oh, you know, yeah. sell millions of records, then you'd be fine today coming out, you know, being a rapper or doing whatever the fuck you want. And the fact that these people are closeted and like doing like really gross stuff that is not, um, that I would say is not okay. Yep. <laughs> You know, like 
forcing dudes to do things and forcing women to do things and forcing people that are underage to do things, you know, yep. against their will, that's uh then you're just a you're a piece of shit. So but if you just mm. if you just happen to be gay and a rapper, then it's like come out and just be gay. Like mm-hmm. Yeah, I completely agree with that. Um Wait. What we're talking about P Diddy? Yeah. 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 Or, or you know Puff Daddy or just Diddy now. So yeah. yeah. It's diddler. Yeah. Uh, more it's, more it's, than it's likely. <laughs> Allegedly. What? Allegedly. Yeah, he hit that shit real well. Yeah. Let me be clear. I spend so little time on most media, and the majority of the media that I do have is all like nerd shit, but not like okay. your guys' nerd shit where it's like video games and relevant, more like, you know, mythology and animals. So there you go. Well, he, you may have missed this, Lily, but he did have an entire uh, man butler for a very long time. That all he would do is wear, a, like, carry his umbrella and wear a bow tie oh, they, and dance. That was it. They, his name was, was the his name was the gentleman, Fons, Fonsworth. What was he attractive? I don't uh, know. I, can't, uh, I, can't, I don't know. I don't what judge he, dude, so I I don't have a barometer for this. Yeah. I, all I'll say is um, there's a lot of high-profile R&B and rap men that, that allegedly either were coerced, forced, or consented, allegedly, to getting down with Diddy. Maybe even prior to having pretty big fame. So I, this, is, this is just, there's a lot going on here. Mm. Oh, no, the battle. <laughs> right. Uh, uh, yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's been a lot of debates about like an inner, uh, I hate some conspiracy theory is, but like an inner cabal in the African-American entertainment community about leading men that may or may not be gay. And Diddy's name has been thrown around a lot to me it's just kind of weird because i'm like dude this sounds very conspiracy theory even though these allegations are very i mean to the individuals are very specific but surrounding their allegations there are a ton of potential revealing stories about what him and his son his oldest son have been doing yeah that that's another key point i just want to point out here um we're talking about a man in his late fifties or sixties now, right? Damn, no, he can't be sixty, is he? No, oh, I mean, late mid to late fifties. I would say. I would say fifties, I mean, but, but, but let's see. Well, let's check right here. You yeah, keep okay. going, and I will give you. But not a, not a spring chicken by any stretch of the fucking imagination. And okay. literally, literally mid fifties. Fifty four. Yeah. Okay. All right. So yeah. In, so a quick comparison. Cassie is now 37, who he had formerly dated when she was potentially 18, 19. That's gross. You can do the math on yourself. Yeah. And then Usher, who is also an Atlanta artist who was hanging around Puff Diddy, or P. Diddy, Puff Daddy, and who has some weird allegations, or not allegations towards him, but some weird potential. He could be a potential victim. Not sure he hasn't voiced anything publicly, but Usher's forty-five, which makes that an eleven-year difference. So, 
I'm not trying to go off on a tangent here, but with Usher, the other thing that's really weird is his mama was his manager for years and years and years. And the other thing that was that got me is he dated Chili from TLC when Usher was still a teenager. If you do that, do that reverse math as well. So there's there's weird shit that goes on. There's like a super societal acceptance that, like you know, a woman dating someone a man younger is like not frowned upon or not talked about like at all. But if a guy does it, it's fucked up. That that it's fucked up anyway. Well, but I think when so when a guy does it, it's like it's way more common, and I think. But it's still fucked up when women do it too. Oh yeah, it is. Don't get me wrong, but I think there's there's something about uh. I don't know how to put it. You're right. It is a double standard. Like I'll, I'll, I'll put it that way. But uh, I think that when when men usually do it, it's coming from like a, a super place of power. I, I don't think that a lot of women in power date guys that are that much younger. It's usually like like a teacher or some shit. You know what I mean? That's well, in like their that's, that's in like their power, third, though. It, oh power, yeah, man. that that is his power, but it's not somebody that has like a, like millions of dollars. You know what I mean? Sure. Or like okay. a differential yes, of like a hundred thousand dollars in the. It's not financial power, but it's still a, I'm your superior. Oh, it, yeah, no, I, I get it. It's just totally like a, a non-consensual situation, even though, you know, with a guy or a boy at that point um, yeah. might want it, but it's still, it's not, it's not consensual in my opinion. Yeah. So there's some weird shit going on. Um, I, look, everybody with all the allegations, I would say with Diddy, I've yet to find a, a lot of uh, high-profile people defending him, which is also, which is also kind of more telling. Like, especially black people. Who, Somebody would came up by now. Yeah, and been like, he ain't who, like that. People who have known him for like 30, 40 years are like, hey, no, I get what you deserve. And I'm like, oh, well, that helps me a whole lot. So, yeah, you know, no, it, no, no. it is what it is. Um. Old Ninja, are you? Uh, I'm going back to gaming real quick. Are you still? Are, are you playing any Helldivers? Or are you still on Suicide? No. Still on Suicide Squad. Uh, shout out to B Boy Frost. Uh, we've been going extra hard on some Suicide Squad. We're waiting to link up with uh, with Cronus because uh, there's some interesting shit going in. Well, uh, multiplayer wise. Um, I've actually gone back to a couple of older games like Monster Hunter World, um, uh, a little bit of um, uh, Star Wars Battlefront 2 from 2017. Reason it being that literally in a couple weeks we're getting a remastered, revamped, whatever, basically a re- another rehash of the two Battlefronts that came out in 2004 and 2005, respectively. Yeah, and they also, they're also uh, doing they're, like Dark. Was it Dark? Something. Oh, Dark Forces, which is apparently yeah. already out. I guess it came out earlier this week. Yeah, it uh, looks. Uh, I don't know if it's available on any of the consoles, but I know it's on Steam for sure. It looks. Uh, but, it looks terrible. I'm just saying, even the remaster. It, it looks crazy. Like, I mean, it looks, it's a game. Yeah, I'm just like, could you, could you not just like totally like remaster it? I mean, it, it yeah, looks. It looks so, like it looks like Star Wars Doom, which is what it was back then. But now it's just like it's exactly what it was. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. The game is great. It has a great story. So that story got revamped into Rogue One, 
Well, wait, 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 hold no. on. Is it a re? It's a remaster? No, it's a re- but not a remaster. No. It's, yeah. it, it's basically they just gave it like a, a nicer coat of paint. Yeah, it's it's basically so, just a graphical upgrade. That's cool. yeah, that's more like that's the accurate. Game game. Yeah. So when you play it, just like some of these other older games, you can tell that it is dated because the movement is not as like it's not. It's set up for mouse and keyboard, even though oh. it was ported to. Consoles. There's something right with that. <laughs> yeah, but it, when you play with the controller, it does not. It does not. It does not behave. The way a modern first-person shooter would behave, it, it has very wonky kind of controls, and you can tell. And then, like, um, so on the Switch, I didn't realize this. The Switch has a seven-game uh, Star Wars release. So basically, everything from like 2000 to like 2005 or, or something. They, it's like seven re-released games. I believe they probably have the same kind of issues. Um, but it's like thirty bucks, I think. Something cheap. The Battlefront re-release is thirty. I think it's thirty to forty bucks, and it's two games. So the thing now that even though the original had online support, this one supports up to sixty-four players on the consoles. So, and I believe possibly maybe it might even include the Switch as online players. So that should be crazy. Yeah. So it's going to be kind of crazy. I know a lot of people are hyped up. Um, like Kronos hinted again, I think a lot of people don't understand that this is its an older game with possibly a new coat of paint. It may not be as awesome as you remember, like especially you young bucks that were like <laughs> yeah, 14 if, or to 10 at that time. Yeah, if you're a fucking now, if you're a millennial, <laughs> don't. Don't buy this game if you're a millennial. Like only the only people that should buy in this game are like my age or older. <laughs> yeah, like if you're like a collector yeah. or like you know people or if you never got a chance to play the game and it was like you've been looking for it, then I guess because I I don't think you can really buy it off of maybe Steam the original I don't know, but if you're looking for to relive your past. When you were a kid, you might be kind of let down a little bit. Yeah, those sorts so. So, those sorts of games don't age well. Like you need to go the route of like Doom, right? So mm-hmm. Doom yeah. was like the original. Well, not the original. Wolfenstein was like original FPS, but um, Doom was right after it. And both of those games got you know totally reimagined mm-hmm. and they, they're modernized. Mm-hmm. And if you if you're not going that route, like nobody wants to go back to playing fucking Pong. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> so Pong with better when Pong in 4K. Yeah, it's like nobody gives a shit about Pocket 4K. We're not doing that anymore. I mean, I don't understand. Like, literally, the 2017 one has most of what we want, even after the controversy. Uh, If you have an Xbox, it's free. Or if you have Game Pass, pretty much, uh, it was free on PlayStation Network. I got it on PlayStation Network for fucking free because I like like the character of Iden Versio and I like the campaign. I beat it again. So I think I mean I understand sixty four players, but I'm pretty sure the twenty seventeen uh, Battlefront and the one before that they both had sixty four players, if I'm not mistaken. Oh. So it's gonna be weird. Uh, I plan on getting it though because I do want to relive because I'm older than you know mostly everybody. Older than dirt world. Yeah, so I, I plan on relive, and it's fairly cheap. And uh, I think a lot of people because I literally reinstalled the game and played it. And I thought I don't think people were ready to play as like a uh, 420p fucking Jedi in like <laughs> 1080p graphics. It's gonna be very weird. 
Well, but uh, also we're, we're in a time period where people are used to uh, like remakes of old games done really, really well. I mean, obviously uh, it drops in a few hours. Final Fantasy VII's uh, Rebirth is about to, and the reviews are fucking outstanding. I mean, look, you got some Game of the Year reviews for that shit. We had last year uh, uh, Leon Kennedy and uh, uh, Resident Evil 4 was really good, too. So, I mean, people are used to that kind of level, you know? Yeah, but they people are also tired of remakes. Go ahead, Lily. Sorry. They need to rename Final Fantasy. How many finals <laughs> has go. there been? Uh, final, yeah. final, 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 final. It, it was, well, final, it, well final. the crazy thing was is that up until... Um, like Final Fantasy X, right? There's ten at least. No, no, no. There's way more than ten. But no, up up until like ten, 17. up until ten, there were always like self-contained stories. That's why it's called the Final Fantasy because it was like the Final Fantasy of like that certain like story. But after ten, they had like ten X, they had X two and like shit like that. But mm. it's supposed to be like one self-contained story. That's why I call it Final. So is yeah. there a beginning fantasy? <laughs> yeah, when you first start the game. And they're and they're awesome. You're already starting in the Final <laughs> Fantasy. Is there a start to these fantasies? <laughs> you only see the end of it. I mean, you know, she's Renamed, not wrong. It's an awful title. It's <laughs> like, <laughs> like the first I'd... two, okay. You know, that's fine. But what is there like twenty at this point? Yeah, there's a lot. Might be more. Yeah, there's more. Yeah, than might be more. Yeah. I think there's twenty-one total count. I think someone counted. I think twenty-one is the final count. There's been For the now. same amount of Final Fantasies as years that I've been alive. It's not <laughs> a problem anymore. There's been what? <laughs> there's the same amount I'm of Final, Final Fantasies anymore. as oh, years yeah, alive. Yeah, there's actually more because there's like tactics and shit like that. So that's true. I'm pretty oh, sure there's like yeah. there's probably like 35 of them. <laughs> to be honest, man, that's all bad. I mean, you gotta, I don't you gotta give, so. you gotta give these horny weebs something. I mean, you know, they want to see all forms of Tifa. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then when they find out, they end up nerfing it and, like, putting more clothes on her, and then everything gets bad. And I laugh. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, man. I, I mean, just... Get don't get me wrong. I, I get it, but then I'm like, God damn, we... <laughs> really? yeah, I, <clears throat> I think it's hilarious. <laughs> hilarious. They still... You, I, know what, I, they, you know what they need to do? They still need to make uh, the greatest Final Fantasy game, I will say it, until the end of, God, until the end of my time, I will say. Um, and then after that, you hear it on the podcast. So until this podcast ends, you hear this. I'll keep saying it. Final Fantasy VI is the best Final Fantasy of all fucking time. It's not even arguable. Mm-hmm. If they, re- if they, re- they, go- they need to remake it. Then. They've been talking about it, but like the, one of the guys that like makes with the Final Fantasy games, he said that it would take them. I think he said it was like twenty years to make the, the game f- to like modern. Yeah. I'm like that seems really excessive, like, sir. Yeah, I <laughs> yeah. saw that too. I'm like, that doesn't make sense. Ten years, maybe. I mean, I see the project red, but it, it is. It but the thing though is, like, it. So that game is, um, it's bigger than Final Fantasy VII. But I know it doesn't. Okay. I know it doesn't make sense, like, because it was on fucking Super Nintendo. But it's it's a bigger game because like it literally it spans like the fucking world, and okay. and you go to like you go to like way different places. Um, you go to different continents. Um, there's way more characters in the game, and they all have like really engrossed backstories. Uh, but yeah, it was just you know it was the one that came out before seven. So everybody just mm-hmm. the reason why seven don't the main reason why seven was big is because of like the um, the graphical upgrade, which is mm-hmm. legit. I mean, because like back in the day, if you look at the old Final Fantasy seven now, it looks like dog shit. 
But back then, yeah. it was like, oh my god, this is the fucking best thing ever. And they had like, you know, the FMVs, the 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 full motion videos was like a mm-hmm. new thing because uh, that 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 was introduced with uh, with CD ROMs um, yep. on a, on a console, which was amazing. Um, and the music w- was wasn't MIDI music anymore. You know, it was like legit music. Even though I don't got a problem with mu- MIDI music, like look at the old fucking listen to the old music from Final Fantasy VI and even the other ones. They were like really good. Um, but it was mainly just te- te- technological upgrades is the reason why Seven is what everybody's favorite. Or they literally just weren't old enough to play Six. Mm. So. Be. Yeah, I want them to remake a whole bunch of them. Do like uh, Capcom did with uh, Resident Evil. Like remake the good ones. You know, people come flocking. Yeah, it, it has to be good. That's the problem. And then it's not. It's fucking shit. I mean, I don't mind new IPs. I feel like there's a shit ton of IPs that could be done. Also, um, like we talked about this, like months ago, uh, actually late last year, but books. There's a shit ton of books that aren't movies that a you know someone gets the license they can turn into really great gaming series. Uh, That's so a good point. There's a there's a bunch of shit out there that could work out pretty well, and I think because the medium is might be expensive or like hard to adapt or really long to adapt, they don't do it. But I mean, I feel like just a bunch of remakes might will end up running. Running its course a little too quick. It so, it is ex it is expensive. I mean, let's let's call it what it is. It's, it's expensive and it's kind of risky. I mean, there's been many a big studio that's had hundreds of millions of dollars in certain games, and certain games have fucking flopped. You know, so mm-hmm. like even with big IPs, they haven't some haven't done well. I mean, you know, we've talked about them on the show for years and years and years. So nothing's a fucking guarantee. I mean, like with video games, you got to show and prove. And gamers are real quick to critique, like if there's bugs, if there's shitty dialogue, if there's bad gameplay that's repetitive, boring, whatever the fuck it is, you know, shitty live service bullshit sometimes, you know, or or just a bad fucking controls or whatever it is. If you don't bring your A fucking game, you can go bankrupt as, as a studio real fast. Oh, 100%. We've already seen, we literally saw that this year. Yeah. <laughs> we seen that earlier this year. But I mean, it just depends. It and there's an other things. There are a shit ton of franchises that kind of just fell off, or people yep. were waiting for sequels. Where the fuck is Where the fuck is Killzone? Where's Killzone? The Killzone. Where's Resistance? Yeah, another one. Yeah. Where, where's Star Fox? There's yeah. Been a Star yeah. Fox in a long fucking time. Shit. And the last it, one was actually pretty okay. Infam- infamous. Infamous. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're, I mean, they're, people people are arguing about even Battlefront three. They're like, there could have been a Battlefront three. Like, where is that at? Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, they're they're that's just kind of not there. Uh, there's actually a game. I know the studio folded, but I was hoping like someone could have bought the license or bought the property, bought the code. It's a racing game called Blur. Like, Blur was great. Basically, yeah. basically yeah. World Mario Kart. Yeah. <laughs> so that could have been an excellent franchise. Excellent and and. No one bought it. No one picked it up. So it's gone. Same thing when Factor Five folded. Like no one picked up. I mean, we kind of got Star Wars Squadrons, but we could have had like more Rogue Squadrons. We didn't get any of that after they folded. Yeah, yeah. And certain certain shit just stays around fucking forever. Obviously, you got your your Fortnite and your your GTA Fives and shit, where they just keep reinventing the online world. 
but it, it's hard. I mean, that takes a lot of fucking uh, dedication and a whole team and squad making updates all the fucking time. And you have to have the player count to really support that shit. Yeah. Like Destiny. Remember how many Destiny fucking killers we've seen come and go? Yeah, like Anthem. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Anthem came and came away. I mean, there's been quote-unquote Destiny killers, and unfortunately, a lot of them have never really killed Destiny, except for one that's like popped up recently. I mean, yeah, held over too. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, I, I was like I was amazed by uh, Lily's needlework there. She was just going at it uh, for a minute. <laughs> okay. I don't play video games. No. It's just... <laughs> but... People are like talking about all these video games, and I'm like, I'm just sitting here making my blanket like an old lady. No, it's all good. I used to crochet too. I used to do finger, finger crochet. So mm-hmm. I, I can't kid. do that. It hurts my hands so bad. Oh yeah. Really? Yeah. I did like... Good. Uh, like certain stitches, like. Trying to be taught how to do a stitch is so difficult. Like this, I'm just like vibing with it. I have no idea what the fuck it's <laughs> turning out. So, a, a beanie that turns into a blanket. Uh, for my cousin's wedding, her one of the wedding gifts that I got her because I uh, I did all of the cakey stuff for her wedding, mm-hmm. but I made her a wedding gift and it was a beanbag octopus. Oh shit. That with blankets nice. that was so much fun to make because it was it was literally just a massive octopus that i filled with a bunch of blankets so it would be a bean bag or i guess kind of like a blanket bag and then if you got cold you can just you know take the blankets that's shit nice uh, oh, there's a bunch of shit on here i kind of want to wrap it fire we've had this on here for a minute, at the time, it was big news. I'm pretty sure a lot, uh, some people have stopped kind of talking about shit. Uh, really quickly, I know we talked about this because this was Stitch's idea. He brought this up, and I was like, what the fuck are you talking about? And uh, it was a documentary. A documentary that he's like, "You need. we all should watch this because it's Bay oh, Area shit. history. And I was like, what the fuck? And I watched it. Has anybody else besides me and Stitch, Stitch isn't here, has anybody else watched American Nightmare on Netflix? That's the true crime one. I have not seen it, but I hear good things. Yeah, it's it's only three episodes. If nobody else has seen it, I'm not going to talk about it, but it's definitely a worth... It's only three episodes. They're about hour... Is this about the Zodiac Killer? No, it's about... It's a much more recent, like, oh, okay. situation. It, I think it started in 2015. Oh, Okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's a very crazy. It's it's bare, it's it's like the uh, when it happened, they compared the situation to a real life Gone Girl, and like oh. the end has a situation that you were not ready for. So I, it, it it was crazy. I fuck with true crime quite a bit of late, so I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna see it. Yeah, I I was I was pretty skeptical because like. Stitch was like, you don't understand. You should watch this. It's Bayer history. And I watched it, and it it flows out like pretty typical. And then like you get to episode two, and the, the, it flips the script. And then episode three is like the conclusion, and you're not ready for the conclusion. It it was just like, what the fuck? Like, holy shit! Like, you see how, especially I guess current day law enforcement, how they drop the ball in current crimes and how. Some things could have been, you know, resolved or 
I guess, further pursued. And I kind of get where they're coming from, but you got to watch the series to fully understand it. You know, only old fucks like us will say that's current day. You know, we got Lily on here, and you're talking about 2015. She's like, what? That's not current yeah. day. That's, that's um, before it's... Brown Bay. I don't remember any of that shit. <laughs> those, yeah. those are the good times, the, the before times. <laughs> the before, before Harambe died. Yeah. 2015, <laughs> that, catal- that so, was the catalyst. <laughs> the reason why I say modern is because it's, before, it's after Zodiac and, like, the Green Mile Killer and shit like that. So, like, well, modern no. forensics. Speaking on the true crime thing, like, I don't know if it's recent or if it's, you know, been a thing forever. We need to stop, like, idolizing serial killers. Uh, this is, this is, Lily, this is something you're going to realize about America. We, America has fetishized violence since pretty much its inception. So whether like, whether it's through like any any kind of violence, people just they fucking love that shit. Like I, I can't necessarily say a lot on the topic because yes, I do listen to like podcasts, or a podcast about yeah, you listen like, to uh, us. <laughs> y'all don't talk about serial killers a lot. No, but like it's just. Ted Bundy, the whole Ted Bundy situation really pisses me off. I'm sorry. He was like, a V bug. Mm-hmm. There, mm-hmm. there ain't no way you really picked up that many women in a fucking V bug. <laughs> Wait, back in the day, it was very practical. Yeah, back in the day, it was practical. It's and, practically and, nonsense. And I'm pretty sure some of those uh, those podcasts show that he was like on foot a lot of times because he was on college campuses. And like. So. There's patterns to serial killers. How is nobody putting two and two together fast enough? Mm. I mean, it's given the time and he was a white dude, so... Yeah. You know? (laughs) I think think every single Ted Bundy uh, critique, documentary, whatever, whatever, they always say the same thing, that he was a white male who was unassuming or was like, attractive or whatever no one suspected that a man that looked like him would commit heinous crimes that's I mean, what look, gave him the opportunity to do what he did look at today i mean we had fucking kyle rittenhouse murdered two people well, there's two people right shot yep. another one yeah that's two. like he literally this dude he just killed two people and the cops don't even arrest him right away they offered him water mm-hmm. and even after everything comes out he still gets off after killing two people, like, like there's literally no consequences for this dude. Like I'm, so, like there is a uncomfortably large population of my generation. What the fuck are you doing? Of my generation's <laughs> women that are like, oh my god, Ten Bundy was so hot. What the fuck are you talking about? They, see, you see that you, you then now you get it. Like this is why yeah. people like that can get away with it. They don't. They like, don't care. They don't care. Was it hot? What? <laughs> Second of all, oh, he was so smart. He lost wow. his own case. Yeah. Yeah, he did. Uh, However, uh, given the, the fact that he was able to commit so many crimes and escape from jail, he's not. He, he was, wasn't. He wasn't a fucking slouch. That's for sure. People thought he was people, just a cocky murderer. People that think that. Yeah, I'm looking at his face now. This looks. He looks like an NPC. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, I mean, he may not be attractive to you, but there are, are were a sworn of women 
that were all about him. I mean, when he was arrested, do you know how many women claimed that he was their their boyfriend across yeah. the country? That's hilarious. a lot. Yeah, it was a lot. Women. I'm sorry. Yeah. But, but still, if, like, if I'm interested in someone and they're currently in a case of, hey, we think you're a serial killer, 100% of that infatuation is gone. What, like... Yeah. Well, you're 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 logical and rational. I mean, yeah, but not everybody's like that, especially when it comes to attraction. Yeah, that's not going. I think that but, I I kind of think, even though Cronus I think is right in uh, overall generality, I think the case of Jack the Ripper is the one that uh, kind of fascinated people about like cool. just serial killers because he was the first. I think he's the first one that was notarized. Or that had that notoriety to where people were like, "Oh my God, I can't! This guy could be, he could be any man, anywhere at any time, and it captivated an area." Well, also, and then also, the country. also, you're—I mean, here, here's a kind of a common theme when you're killing uh, sex workers. Um, you know, there, there's less people caring, and then like when you fast forward to. The one that was the most, one of the most disturbing ones for me watching, I talked about it last year, was the Dahmer one. And mm-hmm. he was just preying on uh, black and Asian and Latin. My, minority gay men. Just... Minority gay men in Milwaukee in the 90s. Uh, and, you know, everybody was looking the other way, even though the entire apartment building smelled like dead bodies. Mm-hmm. So. The well, the thing with Jack the Ripper, there was a different serial killer in America that who was H.H. H. Holmes. Mm. He, uh, this man made a murder factory, it was his story's wild. But right as Jack the Ripper's killing started, was right when H.H. H. Holmes was leaving America. Oh, shit. We, how. How how have we not connected those dots? I mean, there's a lot of. I mean, you listen to the podcast, don't they talk? Don't they break those down about why they got missed and evidence and people squat uh, investigators squabbling about who basically who would have, should have, could have, and isms. You gotta invest more money into trying to prevent black guys from smoking weed. Come on, yeah, now. You, yeah. you can't. No, no, that, you can't dangerous. stop these no, killers. No, no. Come on now. That, that is to prevent lower interracial marriages in children, there not about serial killing. That's <laughs> what that was about. You get, you I get mean, mixed up. Yeah, you got to mix up. Forget about the murderers. What about that devil's lettuce? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, look at them all happy and shit. Mm-hmm. I'm sorry, you fucking jaywalking? Nah, straight to jail. Mm-hmm. So, so speaking of, this is a good good little segue um, about uh, it's Black History Month. It's a, well, tomorrow's the last day because it's, it's leap year. It's which, still Black History which, Month. Which explaining to my, my seven-year-old is always interesting. Like, why is it an extra day? I'm like, well, because we're shitty at math. Um, <laughs> anyway. <laughs> we, we have the ability to have no leap years now because we have yeah, digital clocks. Months. Yeah, no, it's not. And or we could just go by lunar. You know, yeah. we could do this. I mean, Asian countries do this. Whatever. Anyway, um, <laughs> for Black History Month, I decided to read um, a bunch of black books during Black History Month, and I've, I've made through actually quite a bit, like more than Ooh. I thought I was going to. Um, I, I listened to them, and actually, just today, I just finished like my last one, 
I'm not gonna fin- I'm not gonna do another one tomorrow because I'm not gonna finish a book tomorrow. So anyway, um, did you guys read any books or anything for Black History Month at all? Not for Black History Month, no. Uh, I mean, I know you guys are already both of you two are probably well, more well well read than I am on the subject. So I have I have some behind yeah. in my box in there though. <laughs> Shit, I'm trying to remember what I read in February. Keep going. I'll, it'll come All right. Back. So I'm, I'll, I'll read off a list of like what I've read for Black History Month or listened to. Um, so I started with uh, Where Do We Go From Here? It's the it's part of the Legacy series, the King Legacy series for uh, Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. He has like a it's a series of books that him and Coretta Scott King uh, wrote um, about his legacy. So and they're really excellent series. I went from that to uh, Black as Fuck History, which is an excellent series for the modern era. It's like it's it's hilarious. It's like a real um, telling of American history um, through a black lens. Actually, is it's it's in a it, it's just it's a more truthful American history story, um, but it is through a black lens. And that's Michael Harriet, right? It is Michael Harriet. Sorry, I should give like the the authors. Then I went to the the Souls of Black Folk by W. E. B. Du Bois, which do not go from Black Black Folk history to the Souls of Black Folk. Like, don't do that because <laughs> like one is like it's a very serious subject, but it's kind of more lighthearted and it's in like modern terms. It's like going from um, it'd be like going from in Living Color to like Shakespeare. Uh yeah, that's different. yeah. So it's like it's it's different. It's still really important but is different um from there i went to the grift uh by clay uh clay kane which is great it's about uh black conservatives grifting throughout mm-hmm. history really great um then i went to why does everything have to be about race by keith boykin great book Ooh. then the 1619 project which was oh, yeah. i can see why all these conservatives were like trying to ban this book left and right and center because yeah, it's uh, it's another historically accurate telling of history that doesn't put America in like the greatest light. Nope. And, if it's accurate, it's not going to. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And then the book I just finished right before this podcast is the autobiography, the autobiography of Malcolm X. Oh, he, uh, yeah, <laughs> that's that's one of the few books I've read more than once. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's uh, honestly, I can see why that dude was killed. Mm-hmm. And at the end of the book, he lays out exactly. He prophesies his own death at the end of the mm-hmm. book. Yeah, yeah, which he is really insane. Does. He said he literally says they're coming for me, pretty yep. much. Yeah, like Alex Haley, he says I think they're coming for me, and like uh, uh, the one, the book that I have, it has a um, uh, an epilogue by Alex Haley where he talks about his time with Malcolm X mm. and up to his death. So. Yeah, that, uh, that's actually one of the best books I've read in a while, even though um, his, I think he's probably like one of the most misunderstood people, especially mm-hmm. black people. Oh, yeah, for, oh, for decades. Oh, and I, yeah. should, I should preface what I said about uh, who Alex Haley is. We don't know who he is. Uh, he is the author of Roots and executive uh, producer of the show Roots. Uh, he's written a few books, and he's known as a very prolific autobiographer uh Malcolm X is one of them uh, I know he's working with Martin Luther King for a little bit but I don't think he actually got the credit uh he's worked with several other uh uh civil rights activists including uh Dick Gregory and a few others yeah well I, I didn't know that he knew like all these like really famous people you know like Dick mm-hmm. Gregory he was, he was, and he was an autobiographer you know, he was putting in that work 
No, no, no. I mean, like uh, Malcolm X. Like he knew like a ton of famous people, and like he, mm-hmm. like in his stories throughout history, is just like he. This is this dude has like he has like a, basically an anime level story arc in his life. Yep. Like he came from fucking nothing. He came from the ghetto from nothing. His dad was killed by, you know, um, white folks. Like uh, I forget. It's like the black something. Basically, like a, a certain version, of like the KKK. They mm-hmm. killed him, and then just like after he died, um, he uh, his family didn't get that much money from his life insurance. Like basically, one life insurance policy didn't pay out, so he lived in poverty. He only he only went to school to like until the eighth grade. Then he basically just came became like a basically like a street urchin and a hustler for yep. like a long time. Then you know he got arrested, thrown in jail, and that's when he found uh, the Nation of Islam. And from there on, like that's where his story kind of comes up and. He does like a really a lot of really great things, but also he disparages white America like a lot, and that's probably what most people hear is like the disparagement of uh, of white America. And it's like, well, I mean, if you go through like what he says, like, I it, it's hard to like dispute like what he says, and even like later on and like in his story arc where he talks where he has like a more world view and he's not like so hating on every white person. Um, you know, it's still like what he says is is still really valid. So, yeah, yeah it's a, it's a, honestly, I, I recommend like pretty much anybody read that book, especially if you, if you if you only heard about Malcolm X through like the the media lens in America. Um, yeah, it's like read the book, especially if you haven't, if you haven't watched like X, like the uh, the movie from uh, Spike Lee back in the day, which is interesting because it's like it's it's very close to his autobiography. There's like a few, Absolutely. like there's a few things where they just kind of like switch around a couple things, but it's still like the same basic story. So yeah, yeah. exactly. Uh, yeah. No, that's a great that's list. A, that's a great list. Carlos. I love it. It's a huge list, but yeah, Malcolm X was, it's, I've read that book a few times and I know people that use that book in college classes across the country. Mm-hmm. So it's very, it's a very uh, interesting book because it like, I want to say it's kind of like it feels like an interview kind of between him and Alex, but like it's really him telling his story like all the way from the beginning yeah. to like up until he was like, uh, they're coming for me type thing. Yeah. But I think a lot of things changed for him when he went to um, the Middle East, when he went to Mecca. Yeah, when he went to Mecca. His, yeah. Yeah. That was everything changed for him. His worldview changed completely. So, it, it, the other, yeah, this is a great conversation, but. Uh, the other huge aspect of his life in terms of just shaking him to his core was uh, Elijah Muhammad was not so honorable. Yeah, uh, like, yeah. Not, we're kind of, we're, we're kind of, gl- you know, glossing over that. But uh, he uh, he had some Diddy level allegations, and those were yeah. legit. Yeah, I mean. I think there are more than just allegations. And, yeah, I mean, th- th- so. you're right. You're you're 100 percent right. Uh, there, yeah, there was receipts. So yeah, there, yeah. there, was, there was children. <laughs> yeah, so. he, 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 he was out here living that Car- uh, R. Kelly lifestyle, and mm-hmm. it was all bad. And remember, this was the, you know, Malcolm's, you know, uh, lead, the leader of the church, the man who put him on, you know, the, you know mm-hmm. gave him all. You know all of this he stuff in terms him. of this knowledge and lifted him up and whatnot, and to know that someone who you revered so highly was a disgusting piece of shit. Yeah, um, that's all. Bad. You know that'll I mean, that'll rock your world. I know a lot of people, especially like uh, 
you know, are, are as they say in the 80s and 90s, our brothers out there in the streets with the honorable old ninja. Uh, here. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, that's the name of this podcast. <laughs> so, uh, the man himself, he went from like he, he called, so he calls himself a street urchin, mm-hmm. but he literally educated himself in prison. He basically got a college degree in prison, even though he doesn't really like he kind of equates it to it and he doesn't want, but he literally gave himself a, got himself a degree by educating himself through knowledge, asking questions, and he studied a lot. And then when he found the nation of Islam, uh, it gave him direction and purpose. And he started wearing suits and he started appreciating the uh, importance of the, of other people's time, including his. And there's a part in the book where he said he didn't respect in a man that did not wear a watch because to him that showed that they did not value time, time yeah. in general and other people's time. Yeah. To me, that was a very, I mean, I don't, I don't like wearing watches, but I respect, I try to do my best to respect time, especially other people's time <laughs> because when they're waiting on you, like I know today I was late, but I had there were some issues where I yeah, couldn't get here on time. We're looking at you real suspect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, there are certain things that you can't. I mean, if, if people were having guns on the freeway, I can't like try to drive through that shit. Or if there's some naked person running through the street, I got you know I can't run them over. You know what time this I podcast starts? I'm just saying though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and here's the thing: you tell GTA Trevor to chill out and just run through. Them. You know what I mean? Yeah. Damn. So. That's all bad, but still, um, it's a it's a great book. Definitely read. Definitely read that last book he was talking about. I haven't read the other one. The other ones are really good too. So there you go. For sure, for sure. Uh, are we willing to wrap it up a little early? Unless there was a burning couple on there. Uh, yeah, mean? there's a couple things I want to talk about. Um, one thing I had to keep from like last week is that I have a thing in my hand right now that I can get yep. talk about. Oh, oh, shit. Shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, so I got the PlayStation Portal. Nice. Which, which is great, but uh, I I feel kind of bad because my Wi-Fi in my house makes it pretty much unusable. Oh, <laughs> so, <laughs> but when it does work, it's fucking great. It's, it, this is not an uh, indictment of the portal. It's my own fault because of my shitty ISP and um, my Wi-Fi in my house. So, but when it does work, I, I literally had to like take my PlayStation and like move it in like the hallway, and then I can get like better connectivity like playing this thing because this is not this is not a self-contained gaming device. It has to connect to your PS5, okay? So mm. don't buy this thinking that you can just fucking play this shit like anywhere you want um, without... It, it's a streaming device. That's, mm-hmm. that's the number one thing, it's a streaming device. That being said, this is the best fucking streaming device probably ever devised. Um, the, the, the controllers, this is basically... It, it is literally a DualSense controller cut in half. So nice. and it feels just like a dual sense controller, cut in half. Uh, Does it so rumble? It rumbles the exact same haptic feedback. It's the, exactly the same. So cool. it is fantastic in your hand. So previously, like my favorite handheld was my my um my Steam Deck because it felt for adult hands. Okay, but this one it, it's better better than the Steam Deck as far as like the way it feels. Um, and even the, the screen is better than a Steam Deck. I, I don't know if it's OLED. I'm pretty sure it's an OLED. But um, it's a bigger screen. Um, everything feels really fantastic in the hand. It's very high build quality. But right now, I can't really play it that often because of my fucking Wi-Fi. Um, and I have like a slower upload speed. 
that I talked about previously. So um, it's definitely, this is worth getting if the Wi-Fi in your home is up to speed. If you have like a kind of a subpar Wi-Fi or subpar ISP, like don't even fucking bother, to be honest. That's good shit. I've I've heard nothing but great things and... I heard that uh, there were some shortages, but they seem to have fixed that now. Yeah, I, I got mine uh, directly through PlayStation. But yeah, for like a long time, it's basically like trying to get a PS5 in, in 2020 at this point. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but it is, like like I said, if, if you understand the restrictions for it, it's worth getting. And the fact that it's sold out like for like months tells me that there's going to be a, a, a new PlayStation uh, handheld that's like fully fledged coming soon within the next probably three, four years. Hey, there we go. And, I, and I'll pick go. it up. I'll pick it up. <laughs> yeah, Lord. Quick question. Mm. Go ahead. Has anybody seen uh, Has Been Hotel yet? I haven't yet. Um, I've been watching other things. But I know you recommended it. I, I definitely want to check it out. I will say I recommended it and then watched uh, episode four. Um, it's a great episode. Just uh, there's like a lot of trigger warnings you actually got to pay attention to. Mm. Okay. Because it Uh-oh. it deals with some some really really dark shit with like sex workers and stuff. Because that's on like Amazon. Jack, that's on Amazon, like right? Because I yeah yeah because I, I had early access to it, but I didn't I didn't watch it. It's it um it has like Keith David in it and um, Alex Brightman and uh oh what's that chick from Brooklyn Nine Nine? Uh, which one? There's a few. Uh, the who always wears the leather jacket. Oh, I know you're talking about. Oh, she's in the. Uh, I know you're talking about. She's the one in the uh, shit heavy metal or whatever or twisted yeah. metal. Sorry, she's in twisted metal. Yeah, uh, I can't remember. Her. I can't think of her name, but I will tell yeah. you in a second. Her name is Stephanie Beatrice. Be- yeah. I'm sorry, B. It is Beatrice, right? Beatrice. Yeah, that's Beatrice. Uh, sure. Yeah, we'll go with that. It's, got, it's spelled oddly. It's got a really good lineup of uh, voice actors, and it is it does have like musical numbers and stuff. Ooh. But it, it actually like forwards the plot with the musical numbers. So seriously, Ooh. I'm sorry, I have I have issues with musical numbers. So <laughs> yeah, it's it. It's basically just a show about um, Lucifer and Lilith. They have a daughter together named Charlie. And Charlie's trying to start a hotel to rehabilitate sinners to save them all from execution. Because obviously, like, hell's forever. But they uh, haven't kind of set up this program where once a year a bunch of exorcist angels will come down to hell and start exercising sinners. Okay. So Charlie's trying to save them all from execution with her hotel, and it's not going well. So I'll check it out because I, I know that was on my list. So yeah, because like uh, what was it? Something else came out. Oh, it was uh, Mister and Mrs. Smith. That's one of the ones that that really oh. soon I checked out. So I just yeah, I just watched the first three episodes of that show. What did you think? So it was not what I was expecting. It yeah. Was like, <laughs> it was way different. Like, okay, <clears throat> for those of you who've ever seen the show Atlanta, it's kind of like, it's like 
imagine a pie, right? And in the pie, it's like you sprinkle in, you, you add in a little bit of Atlanta, a little bit of like James Bond, and like a little bit of like romantic comedy kind of shit, and you kind of bake it together. Like it felt like it was like an awkward romantic comedy kind of thing, but they're they're killing people. There's explosions and shit. But it feels like it fits in the world of Atlanta. It's very strange. Cause it's like these two people, they're like apparently government workers, but they don't know what they're really supposed to do when they're paired together. They have to like kind of improvise. And they're not very good at uh espionage. <laughs> I mean they're they're I mean, sort of good. They're not very good. I guess they're they end up like not as good. Yeah. They, yeah. yeah okay. I mean, at least, I, I, based off my first three episodes, they're, it's a little sloppy. <laughs> it's a little sloppy, to be honest. I mean, they literally, within the first three episodes, they have a major oops. And uh, there's some actually really good guest stars so far, like the ever amazing John Turturro. Does an amazing <laughs> job as a very strange, very Dude. rich, like, you know, you know what's funny <laughs> is that uh, John Turturro gave. Uh, Childish Cambino, COVID. Oh, <laughs> yeah, so that that is shut down recording for like a couple of weeks. Damn, yeah. that sucks. Because uh, that episode with him was like super wild. That shit was hilarious. It was very strange. Yeah, yeah it was, that's the thing. It was hilarious, but it was wild at the same time. And like the thing was is that it brings the two people. It brings John and Jane, the two main characters. It brings them a little closer together. Yeah. It was very weird. Because they're in a very fucked up situation. <laughs> but it I literally feel like not Vern himself, but like a version of Vern if he went to the army is in the show. Uh Vern from Atlanta. So it's just because Donald Glover, he's a executive producer. So it has that kind of Atlantic kind of feel where like some weird shit will pop off so far. At least so far. I'm a, I've only I'm only three episodes in. It's very. It's still kind of like, it's off-putting. That's the best way I can just say it. But it's still good, in a weird way. Yeah. So, I do plan on watching more. It's only eight episodes, so I'm gonna. I plan on finishing it. it and that definitely. one's on Amazon, right? It is on Amazon. Yeah, it's yeah. on Prime. So it's it's just, uh, it's weird to me seeing Donald Glover being like a, like going from comedian to him shooting people in the face. Also, he's an asthmatic, also he's an asthmatic, which is funny in the show. Yeah, he is. <laughs> well, so I saw the evidence of it. I have not seen the repercussions of it yet. Oh, you'll see. So, there's like yeah, there's I, a, I, they made a big point to show because when you meet the characters, you know very little to almost nothing about them. There's yeah, there's a scene where you see like his effects, and one of them is an inhaler. I'm like, what the fuck? So one of the final episodes. So one of the final episodes. There's like a. There's like a hilarious part where they make fun of his asthma, and you'll. Oh my god! I was fucking rolling. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. Well, to me, there's a part like <laughs> there's a farting scene that was. Funny. Oh my god! Yes, that was like. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! That shit. Like, that's yeah. Yeah. Oh, that was fucking good. It's it's definitely worth a watch, especially if you like quirky like stuff. It's like it's quirky. It does have like romantic comedy, but in a very weird way. And there's definitely action. Like people die, like in some cases, very fucked up ways. So yeah, so far, so it's it's definitely an interesting show. It's the, I I recommend it as well, just as much as Chronos did. Uh, I, I'm not even done. I'm probably gonna finish it next week. We'll see. All right. So, 
Well, Prodigy's got to roll and I got to edit. So. All right. Yeah. All right. Let's uh, wrap it up. Uh, Lily, you take it. Uh, take us away. What you got happening this week? God damn it. Uh, the Motor City Tattoo Expos this weekend. So I'm gonna <coughs> hit that up. Oh shit. Uh, wait, wait. Are you getting one? Or are you just gonna go see? It depends. Because okay. I asked my tattoo artist is there, and I wanted. I asked him if I could uh, get my. I wanted to get Yggdrasil tattooed. But it'd be like from. It's the World Tree in Norse mythology. Oh, okay, there you go. Oh, oh why you didn't know? Are you, have you not played God of War? I've played Ragnarok in a while. So I'm <laughs> like, dude, why have I. I've heard it. I've literally heard that, that in like the last. At least three times in the last four weeks. So. Like, uh, I'm just totally getting Ratatasker. Uh, that's like one of my favorite Norse creatures is Ratatasker. He's hilarious. But uh, I wanted to get Yggdrasil. It's going to be a massive tattoo. But he uh, he was like, it cost me $2,000 just to be here. Damn. And I was like, so you available any other day? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, it depends on, you know, if Adam isn't doing anything, I'll probably get something small or probably get a new piercing. I definitely need some new jewelry, so... Uh, besides that, I don't think I have much else going on this week besides just work. You better stay away from them raccoons and possums, though. <laughs> as long as they stay away from me, I got an orc sword. Uh, there you go. <laughs> oh, is that? I heard her. Yeah, I heard Misca. that. Yeah. Of course, yep. she heard Lily. And... Go ask out. Ask <laughs> Miska says hi, Lily. Uh huh. Hi. I couldn't hear. I just heard noise in the background. I got the headphones on. She said, Mishka says she's reading Hooked. I haven't finished it. I swear to God. <laughs> Y'all gonna have to talk offline. We're trying to end this podcast. What is that? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, Kronos, what you got popping? Uh, so it was actually really cool to see Lily in person. Uh, surprise. Uh, over the weekend. Even, even though it was under... Very unfortunate circumstances. My brother-in-law passed away, and she came out for her celebration of life. And so she didn't tell me she was coming out, and I thought she was mad at me, which she was, but, you know, it's okay. It's, it's offline stuff. Um, and, yeah, she surprised me being there, and it was really good to see her again. Yeah, you're, you're really good. You're, like, you're an expert at this point. Um, so, yeah, so I'll have to, I'm, I'm going to come out to uh, Michigan hopefully sometime this year. I am going to come out sometime this year. Even though I don't like Michigan, but I do love you. So, you know. If you, you need do, to go to 8 Mile. Yeah. Mm. I am not taking him to that part of Michigan. I'm taking you uh, to that part of Michigan. <laughs> huh? <laughs> I said I'm taking you to that part of Michigan. Nah, n- no. <laughs> I don't like going down river for a reason. Uh, <laughs> probably around August or September would be the best because that's around. Or August through September is Renfest. So... I mean, I do, Renfest up here is really cool. Well, I do what I want. I'm just saying. <laughs> yeah, I'm just making a suggestion. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come to your job and surprise you. Ooh. Oh shit! Oh boy! <laughs> if you knew the company name. I just, oh shit! She, she acts like I can't figure shit out. Like I'm just some old fuddy duddy. <laughs> like I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Like, come on, man. Uh, use, the, use the interwebs. Yeah, I'll use the internet. I'll, I'll figure it out. Uh, old ninja, what you got popping? Well. Here saying my my brothers and sisters on on Hampshire podcast. The honorable <laughs> old ninja says that this weekend I'll be seeing these giant worms in sand. Part oh, two yes. this weekend. Yes. Yeah, Dune two 
Dune Part Two will be out this weekend. Uh, it's also one of my co- it's my cousin's birthday. Uh, my one of my closer cousins. Uh, he really wants to see it, so we're going to go out and go see this. Um, shout out to B Boy Frost again. Going to be playing some of the Suicide Squad that Project be hating on, but we're having fun. He mad because we having fun. On it, it is a fun it's game. Fun. It just could have been better. Yeah, it's fun. <laughs> He's mad because we having fun. It's fine. Let him hate in his corner while he looks at lollipop or tries to get on the Hell Divers Two server. Anyway. Uh, I'll be playing that. Uh, I'll be watching more of the stuff like Halo's out tonight. Uh, we're watching some Bad Batch because uh, the final season's out coming out, and I will eventually watch more uh, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. I might finish it, probably not though. It's kind of a lot. Uh, I think other than that, uh, yeah, that's it for me. All right, what I got, uh, I just wanted to make one quick recommendation. Speaking of like Atlanta. Uh, FX Atlanta like series on Netflix. They got this show called The Vince Staples Show. This shit is wild. It's a hold on. God damn it, my family's talking. Hold on. <laughs> hey, you told to keep it down. Why they gotta be exactly. loud and black? I'm just exactly. saying. Damn, naysayers. But it's a uh, The Vince Staples Show is a West Coast Atlanta like series. It's bank robberies. It's Going to Disneyland-like areas. There's shootouts. There, it's just fun Atlanta-like stuff. Um, Kenya Barris, the guy who did uh, Blackish, is the executive producer or whatever. But it it just works. I think this guy is a comedian or a rapper or both, and he's he's funny. He's just hilarious. So I really enjoyed that one. There's only five episodes. Um, remember on the uh, Coming to America woman, the uh, oh, Coming to America movie, the woman who said. Uh, or Eddie said, bark like a dog. Yeah. Yeah. She plays an off the hook mama in this. Oh, she's, real in both, she's in both of them. She's in the re- the sequel and the original. She's, she's still pretty hilarious. So, so if you don't, if you don't know his music, like this, there's a song called bag back. Like mm. it's a really cool song by, that's the only song that I know by him. Um, uh, I need to listen to more cause I honestly, I, I found him when I was going to Laguna's retirement for the Marine Corps. Um, mm. uh, from the Marine Corps, anyway. But yeah, I, I heard one of his songs, and it's like, it's on my heavy rotation. So, nice. So, so it, is Man's Not Hot? Is or Man's no. Not Hot? Is Man's Not Hot? Sir, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> uh, you don't know Old Man, Roadman Shack? We'll, we'll, we'll talk about it later. All right. Next week. Next week, Roadman Shack. All right. All right. <laughs> uh, oh, Ninja. Oh, go ahead. Yeah, I, I was going to say, that's all I got other than I'm finally playing uh, Spider-Man 2, so I'm enjoying that. Oh, shit. So, you just started? Saw that old shit. Like, like, he's got an important job or some shit. Yeah. Oh, shit. I'm, <laughs> I'm only five months late on everything. So yeah. it's all you good. act like you got... You, you, you naysayer rich now, I guess. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. And ca- catch me on Helldivers. I got to get my Starship Troopers on. Hey, you heard it. Hey, where you at, Stitch? You heard it here. He just said it right now. Watch him not buy it. Watch him uh-huh. not do. He won't. He won't. I'm, I'm gonna get that on Friday. He that's, won't. That, that's gonna be my well, new crack. You're gonna have to like find the, finding the the physical copy is hard. So mm. not to end up doing that. Yeah, yeah I, might, I might just have to pull the trigger on on uh, on buying it on PlayStation. But we'll see. All right, kick us out, old ninja. All right, you just been enlightened by Black and Black Times Infinity. The Honorable <laughs> Black and Black Times Infinity. <laughs> <laughs> the Blackest Podcast, the Dankest Podcast, 
on the internet. I don't want to say I don't want to be that way and be like black podcast. Yeah, we're not the blackest yeah. podcast, but yeah, we're not the blackest. Uh, but you can uh, check us out anywhere and everywhere with B the BTI. That's B T H A N B T I. Anywhere you consume your podcast or listen to them. Uh, if you didn't know, if you listen to us via audio, we go live uh, every Wednesday, eight thirty Pacific ish time. Uh, you can catch us live. You can uh, watch us live, and then you can chat in the comments, ask us questions and whatnot every Wednesday. Uh, check out our official website, binheadproductions.com, forward slash BTI. Uh, email us, BTI gmail.com. And we have a Discord if you want to get super, like, I don't know, if you have some thankness that you want to discuss or topics you wish that we cover or talk about, let us know. Join the Discord, be a part of the discussion, even further discussion. Okay. Just saying, we can't be the blackest because, uh, you know, there's only one, like, dark-skinned dude on here. And, but also, <laughs> you know, one drop. I'm just saying, the one drop rule. So we all got yeah, one drop. I mean, I get it. We're good. Blackest one ever. Yeah. Um, but, but the most honorable, I, I think we might be able to take that. Oh, Lily, do you get the, the one drop thing? No? Okay. I'll explain to you. Like I said, Just saying. Do that all. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> all right, y'all. All right. Thanks, everybody. Later. All right.